0: Okay, we're back. Thanks for coming back. Um, We're in Galatians chapter 4. We're in verse 16. And Paul is uh, really, uh, he's been chewing out the Galatians for, and and in a right way, in a godly way, uh, for for harking back and skulking back to the weak and beggarly elements of the law so that... so that they could be totally saved maybe or or to enhance their salvation but you can't keep the law and paul said so and and even he couldn't he says i'm just like you um i can't keep the law either but uh, he said that in galatians chapter four and he said am i therefore become your enemy because i tell you the truth and you know sometimes there's an old expression we have the truth hurts And sometimes it does. And so Paul said, uh, uh, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? And then he says something interesting. He says, because they, now who's the they? The Jewish Jewish Judaizers who had come to Galatia and and had encouraged the Galatians to hark back to the law for their salvation or maybe for their completeness in their salvation, however they taught it. And Paul says, they zealously affect you, but not well. They were zealous in their teaching. And he said this, uh, yea, they would exclude you that you might affect them. So that they could throw out their chests and say, you belong to us now. Yeah, you're one of us. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i tell you what, there are a lot of denominations like that. Um, And if you'll you'll pardon me, and and I don't really want to be pardoned, uh, there are some Pentecostals who believe they've reached sinless perfection, and they have not. But they take pride in saying that they are. Yeah. And then Paul says, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. It's good to have zeal for the word of God. It's good to have zeal for your salvation uh, and for your and for your knowledge of God. It's good to have a, a, a zeal over your adoption and over the facts that you're a son and that you're in the will, you're an heir. It's good to be zealous over those things.
1: And not because of anything that you've done.
0: Exactly. He said... Uh, It's good to be zealously affected, always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. Isn't that interesting that he should say that? You don't put on a show for me. You're under God. You be good when I'm gone. I've I've actually told my children that when I went away to work from time to time. You be good while I'm gone.
1: (laughs) I seem to recall
0: that. Yes. And you seem to recall what happened when I found out that you were not. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and so he says this, and, and it's a good thing we brought that up, because he said, My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you, I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. Oh. My. Goodness. I wonder if there have been anybody in my family who at one time or another doubted whether I was saved. Yeah. Because of how I was behaving. Yeah. And by the way, there are people who say they are saved and I have doubted their salvation because they were zealously affected by something other than the principles of god
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and i don't like to feel that way and neither did the apostle paul i stand in doubt of you if you're adding to salvation if you're adding to faith if you're adding to grace works of the law then i wonder if you ever got saved in the first place
1: because if you add something to the grace of God through faith, it isn't salvation.
0: It sure isn't it salvation. It
1: makes it of no effect. It yeah. makes
0: it of no effect. Add not to now to his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Well,
1: that's, that is an effect.
0: That sure is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Where were we? I am having so much fun, I, I I don't know what to do. I'm having a good time. And by the way, uh, Lucas, dear, my friend, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Curtis caught me thumping the Bible again. Okay. (laughs) Enough said. Okay. He says this in verse 21. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? Haven't you heard what the law says? Mm. It says, "For it is written." And now, here's a here's an illustration. It's important, folks, and you need to read about it in the Book of Genesis, uh, especially chapter 16. Uh, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, and the other by a free woman. And we're going to talk about this now. And uh, I've got I think I've got enough time to get this all in, but Uh, But understand this, you need uh, the Old Testament. Well, uh, there's an old saying by a preacher that I once knew and still do. It said, talking about the Old and the New Testament, he said, the new is in the old concealed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: No, wait a minute. The old is in, well, I don't know how you do (laughs) it. The new is in the old concealed.
1: The new is in the old. Concealed.
0: Yes. And the old is in the new revealed. Right. And so and so now Paul's telling you something that happened in Old Testament times, and he refers back to Hebrew, uh, Abraham because Abraham was the very first Jew. You read about it in Genesis 14. He was the first person ever to be called a Hebrew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he harks back. Now, the Jews were the ones who were, who were putting themselves under the law uh, for salvation. Uh, and uh, so he said, it was written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a woman. Now, here's how the story goes. He says, but he that, who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise. Now, here's what happened. Abraham married the love of his life. Sarah, beautiful woman. But Sarah was barren and could not bear children. Well, Sarah had a bondwoman, a slave woman. Her name was Hagar. And she told Abraham, Why don't you go in unto Hagar and let her conceive and bring you a son? And he did. And he did. And that son, that son's name was Ishmael, Mm -hmm. Ishmael. And so Ishmael grew up to be, oh, he was in his early teens. And God caused Sarah to be able to conceive and to give Abraham the right kind and right relationship son. And she bare unto him Isaac. Now, Isaac was really, uh, and, and Isaac uh, began a guy named Jacob, who who really was the progenitor of the whole Hebrew race. Mm-hmm. And, and so, he was born of the free woman. Now, then he says this. So, here's Ishmael. By the way, Ishmael and Isaac were always bad doing battle. Ishmael always teased and and um uh, 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 jabbed it at, at Isaac out of jealousy, but he was still the son of a bondwoman. And he said, This verse 24, which things are an allegory? That's a story used to teach something. For these are the two covenants the one from Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage which is Agar, and what happened on Mount Sinai? God gave the law to Mm -hmm. Moses.
1: I'd like to point out something interesting about that last (laughs) verse. Just real quick. If the scripture is to be taken as an allegory, it'll say so.
0: That's right. Okay. And And it says so in this case. Yes. Don't make anything allegorical that ain't. Bingo. And I got straight A's in English.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: It says in verse 25, for this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem, Ooh. which is the capital of the nation Israel. But Jerusalem, which is above, let's see. Um,
1: answer to Jerusalem, which now is, is
0: and is in bondage with her children. So even until this day, yeah. that Paul was writing, the Jews were under bondage, and by the way, nationally they and genetically they still, they still are. are. Yeah. There are some Jews who have believed in Jesus Christ. They're called Messianic Jews, and by the way, they get ostracized by oh, the legalistic, legalistic Jews, but they've gotten saved. Anyway, then that's something? I love it. And uh, Messianic Jews, and by the way, I'm not anti-Semitic. No, not I was raised to know that the Jews, saved or lost, are God's elect nation. And Isaiah, we find that particularly. And it says this, um, For Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answereth to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children, but Jerusalem, which is above. Oh, there's going to be a new Jerusalem, isn't there someday? Yes, there is. Yeah, which is which is a uh, Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, "Rejoice, thou barren that bearest not; break forth and cry, thou that art travailless not, for the desolate." hath many more children than she which hath a husband." Folks, there are a whole lot more people lost than there are saved. It's heartbreaking. Now, if you're a son, by grace through faith, you're an inheritor of everything that God has. And you should rejoice in that. But understand this, even though Christ died and even though this book was written and Jesus paid him, gave himself a ransom for all, a ransom for all. Titus says, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God, the firmament showeth forth his handiwork day into day and utter speech. There's no place, there is no place on earth where God is not known in one way or another mm-hmm. because he has, well, you can look at the sun and moon
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the stars. There's got to be a God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now the evolutionists will tell you, and they'll talk about the Big Bang Theory and how how a big a dark rock shattered into pieces and some of them became earth some of them became the sun some of them became stars oh well, where did that big black rock come from <laughs> dummies and yet they want you to believe it
1: well it takes a lot more faith to believe that than what than what i believe
0: e- exactly chris we we we
1: believe simply they a the laws tell us Oh, Wait. you guys are idiots! You believe in something that you know you, you can't see. You weren't there. You don't know. Well, well, they weren't
0: there. Okay, okay, but but you and I believe, and Sharon and I have always believed that God always was. People, where did God come from? God always was. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, God always was. Well, you don't even know where He came from. And I reply, you don't know where the black rock came from.
1: That's come. right. They, they were. You weren't there for that either, were you?
0: What I believe, believe in that. What I believe makes more sense than what you believe.
1: It does. It just does. That's right. No doubt about
0: it. By the way, how come monkeys aren't becoming men anymore, evolutionists? Well, I don't know. Explain I, that I, one. I think okay. I've worked with a couple. Well, but- <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 I haven't.
0: No. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the scriptures. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. I <laughs> if we get saying. into trouble, yes. Let's yes, go okay. back
1: to the scriptures. <laughs>
0: um, let's read verse 27 again. It is, resi- it is written, Rejoice thou barren that bearest not, break forth and cry thou that travailest not, for the desolate hath, made, hath many more children than she which hath an husband. Okay. But as then, he that no, was no, born... You, you skipped
1: over 28.
0: I did. Now, oh, okay. Now, and there's another one of those words that we need to underline. Now, we we brethren as Isaac was are the children of promise. God told Abraham and the promise he said to Abraham was in thee shall all the nations of the world be Blessed, and how could that happen if a- Abraham did not have offspring? Mm-hmm. Well, you say he did. No, no, no. By the way, having Ishmael by a bondwoman broke the law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. How's that?
1: There you go. And besides, yeah. They had been promised a son before. They had been. Uh, so uh, oh, oh yeah. We 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 humans get impatient.
0: We do. We do, and I do too. Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <clears throat> now we brethren as Isaac was are the children of promise. Ishmael was not the child ch- a child of promise. He was a child of sin uh, of breaking the law itself why didn't you jews not know that you jewish christians ought to know that and that's what he was saying he said nevertheless he said uh, that um that that even so it is now nevertheless what saith the scripture now i have a law i have a rule by which i teach i write a few things um maybe you'll get one or two of my booklets one day i don't know but uh, and i always teach and preach under the banner of what saith the scripture romans chapter 4 says of abraham abraham believed god and it was accounted to him for righteousness jesus christ was tempted in the wilderness. Told Satan what saith the Scriptures? Yeah. It is written in the Scriptures. So, so what? What says the Scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Lost people, people of not of faith right now. If you're not born again, you get nothing but what Satan gets.
1: Amos chapter three verse three, which says, "Can two walk together, lest except they, they be agreed?"
0: No, they can't. Yeah, they can't. That's why you're not to marry outside of your faith. I'm telling you, um, there's a lot of stuff in here that you can that you can uh, get practically out of it. Okay, and it says here, "For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman." So then, brethren. We are not children of the bondwoman. Under the law. What does that mean? We're not under the law anymore. It's not to have dominion over us. We're not to be legalist in our Baptist churches. My
1: goodness. That's what Christian liberty is all about, which we'll get into in chapter five. Yes, we but, will.
0: Uh, okay, and when we get there, I'm going to say some things that are going to make people angry. No, not yeah. you. Yes, I will be. No, that I, I won't. They'll get angry. I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> okay, but you wait, you wait and see. We will, we will get there. Uh, legalism, folks, is a is a scar. Upon the faith, uh, I'm telling you, uh, when when a church tells you uh, how long your sideburns should be as a man, that's legalism. Mm-hmm. That's that's putting you a that's making you a bond person. Yep. Sure, a man's supposed to have short hair. Sure, a woman's supposed to have long hair. In
1: the yeah. military, we have regulations yeah. about that concerning everything. Yeah, sure you know. How thick your eyebrows yeah. can be. You know, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, and you, you are under that law. You have to comply.
0: You were under that schoolmaster. You were
1: under that schoolmaster. Exactly. Period. There's, That's right. And you and you sign acknowledging that you're That's under right. that school. That's
0: master. right. Yeah. Some churches will uh, will frown upon you if you don't wear a tie to church. Yeah. Now can you uh, can I uh, can I ask you a question? What what good is a tie?
1: Well, it a honors it honor it it it, it honors uh, French homosexual people who a french homosexual was the guy that invented the cravat
0: for one of the french kings
1: yeah so i can see why the church would like to make that mandatory
0: oh boy oh dear yeah and i'm saying things that are going to get me in trouble There's probably and a legalistic pastor listening to me today um but we have some people that come to our church don't wear ties but we don't throw them out in the parking lot no we don't make them sit in the back row no No, no, a tie is not a sign of spirituality. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's a habit.
1: A guy with a mustard stain on his polo may be far more zealous.
0: Uh, Could be
1: than any one of us. I don't. We and you. However, you to know that. You can't see us. Okay. God can.
0: Okay. And what we're saying here is what the scriptures say: It cast out the bondwoman, get rid of the legalism. Mm -hmm. Now that isn't. That doesn't give you freedom. If you'll ex- excuse my expression, that does not give you the freedom to raise hell. No, it does not. It does not give you the freedom to sin. You don't have permission to do that.
1: God forbid. No, if, if you need that, just yeah, you can go down to the Roman Catholic Church, then. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, and then will gladly have you. Yep, yeah, and then boy, if you don't go to Saturday Confession, uh, they can kick you out. Oh, sure, yeah, okay.
1: Oh, they not generally don't do that until they've tried to blackmail you at least once. That's time. right.
0: Okay, and that's true.
1: No, it is the truth.
0: Yeah, and that's what legalism does. And this is what Paul is talking about in this whole in this whole book of the book of Galatians. And that's, and and if you think we're spending too much time with this, no, 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 it hurt Paul to the core yeah. to hear that people who were saved by faith through grace. We're now harking back to the law of Moses, which nobody had ever kept nor ever could, except the Lord Jesus, because he was God in the flesh. And he was the one who paid our price because he was sinless. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What does that mean? That means he was born a Jew. Under the law.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was circumcised the eighth day, according to the law.
1: And followed every letter of
0: followed the law. And every letter of the law, but was not a slave to it. No. And neither should we be a slave
1: the to the law. The reason he followed every letter of the law is, number one, it was the will of his father to do so. Yep. Because he was to be the perfect sacrifice okay. and and if you break one rule of the law you're no longer perfect so he had to live he had to live a sinless yeah, life yeah
0: he lived the sinless life and the book of 1 Corinthians tells us that he became
1: yeah. sin yeah. For, for us willingly
0: that we might be made the righteousness of god yeah. in
1: yeah. Him. Well, you can. I'm proud of you. You didn't even pound on that one. Yeah. And you should've.
0: I should have pounded. <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> Folks, we're not making light of things. Yeah. We're we're enjoying the Dickens out of Boy, out of studying the Word of God. We just we just love it in this yeah. house. Someone said. Oh, I'll swear on a stack of Bibles. When and come over to our house, we've, we've got a, a, we've
1: got several. we got
0: about thirty Bibles in this house. We've,
1: we've got one <laughs> <really> good, uh, <laughs> yeah. full of them.
0: Yeah, in fact, we're giving some
1: full away to some ceiling. friends. We are.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, then, then let's close chapter five, uh, chapter four. It says, "As so, then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of." the free he shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free and what is truth jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no man comes unto the father but by me he was including the law no one can come to god by the law because the law did not make anyone perfect, and the law does not justify anybody. Only only Jesus, only God can justify us by grace through faith in his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was sinless and became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our, our iniquities. Isn't that something?
1: The law proves... That we are sinners, it brings us to that knowledge that we need a savior, and that's only right. God that's could why provide Jesus. That's correct. As savior for
0: us. That's correct, and that's uh, and that's the whole crux of the Book of Galatians. It exists, my dear wife.
1: Yeah. It exists yeah. as a tool for conviction. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly.
0: Now, having said all that, I'm going to take you to chapter five verse one now i've written a little booklet one of these days i might sell them i don't know i just write them for my friends and my family sharon will tell you that i have the little books written and i got about 20 of them each of them printed mm-hmm. and i give them to my brothers and sisters and some of the people that i know that said hey you've written any booklets lately?" lately <laughs> we do that now we may make them but one of them is that that i've written is entitled so stand mm-hmm. In chapter 5, verse 1, the book of Galatians says, In light of all of this that I've written up mm-hmm. to now, mm-hmm. in light of all this, he said, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage.
1: Oh, amen.
0: Now, I'm going to stop with that. And you be with us uh, for Galatians chapter 5. But next week, we're going to talk about um, the doctrine of adoption and inheritance.
1: So are we going to start Galatians 5 next weekend? Uh, Either way, we're going to get that in there. And then include adoption, liberty,
0: and Yeah, I I think we might
1: do that. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 Let's see. We've... uh, We've... uh, given pretty good lesson on what's wrong with the law. Yeah. We've given a pretty good lesson is you're saved by grace through faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're not saved by grace through faith, do so today. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. It's not that simple, is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: Every bit that simple.
0: That's right. Every bit that simple. Won't you do it today? Come to Jesus Christ and believe in him as your Lord and Savior. Believe that he was crucified, that he was buried, and that he rose again from the dead.
1: It's an amazing gift. Don't turn it down.
0: Yep. And you can't earn it by keeping the law. You can only receive it as a gift. And after you get the gift, you got an inheritance, and we're going to talk about that next time. All right. Let's close in a word of prayer. Thanks for listening. God, our Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior. Thank you for giving us this privilege and this responsibility of teaching your precious and holy word. Uh, We thank you for uh, Jesus Christ. And we pray that those listening today, if they have not received Jesus Christ by faith, would do so today. And then that would give us fruit for our labor, and we will rejoice in it and give you the honor and the glory
1: in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. wow. And there's one last thump for you, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I got he got, he it, got it in, it in there. Thank you for being with us today. Uh I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and we're thanking you once again for tuning in. We hope you're blessed, and we hope that you'll be with us this coming Tuesday no matter what the format will be, and also next Saturday for our continuing study in Galatians. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off.